Did you like me from, from the very beginning or not really? And be honest. I, oh, we're being honest. Hey, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about in order to broaden perspectives. Today, we have a whole bunch of broadening to do. Hey, remember, whatever we talk about today, we ain't trying to change your mind. Just broaden your perspectives. We're going to talk some We got the new worm with us right here. The new host. I should have worn a mask. mask. What are you doing? You know the rules. Oh, The digital COVID. And we just got canceled. No, kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we have 2H2Fers, a very special guest. And I don't mean that just because he's a guest on the podcast. I really mean he's special because he's one of my closest friends. He's actually one of the few friends that still stick around for whatever reason. Uh, Victor Villarreal! Woo, woo, woo. I feel like you should have <laughs> inserted the Oak Cliff. That's my, that's my hood song right there. I'll do it, man. That's for the editing work. Oh, clip. Yeah. That's my hood. Yeah. Put it in his face. Get that shit understood. Yeah. I feel like I should play it on a kazoo or something, and then we'll just send it to you. Oh, you can. I'm not gifted cool. like that. Ah, dang it, dude. You got my... Never mind. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. We'll see you guys. No, you know what? Let's sit back, buckle up, and let's go. Too hard, too fast. Boom. That's usually when worm goes boom. Oh, boo. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast. Is being gay a choice? <laughs> oh, <laughs> trigger warning. Yes, it is. I like that one. <laughs> the podcast of the century. <laughs> all right all right we met in college you were younger than me and i yeah. want to i'm i want i want to say the story when i first met you but i want you to tell me the story that you remember first meeting me first man ugh, i see i knew this was going to be an issue from the gig <laughs> from the gig <laughs> from the gig <laughs> Bro, from the beginning, wait. From the beginning, you already. We haven't even talked about. I'm told. See, this is why I need a little bit of warm with because his first question is like, "What are you drinking?" Yeah. Hey. So, don't cover my Chicano accent. I'm not. I thought you were just drunk already. Uh, like we still got Tuesday and Thursday to go. Yeah, it's a lit. It's my list, man. <laughs> I wear it with pride. Your list. List. Oh, bájale, no me grito. Man. What are you drinking before we get into, like, the thick of it? I'm actually drinking, uh, this is, let me wipe. This is El Chingon. Uh, this is from Four Brewers, uh, Four Corner four. Brewery. Yeah, four, four Corner Brewery here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, they've been around since 2012. Um, this, this is an IPA, actually. Uh, if you're into hop, very happy, make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, really what's good. The, what's the alcohol content? Uh, this is uh, seven point three, I believe. 
Do you believe it says on the can? I say like I don't know that. Yeah, hey. Ya no miro, no. No, it's All 7.3. Right. 7.3. I think it's about 9.99 a six pack. Um, so the label, I want a rating, a review, a 2H2F review with uh, the label. Does it catch your eye? Uh, the price point versus the alcohol content and the taste, and can you finish a whole six pack? 1.0 okay. to 2. Uh, I'm going to give it a good 1.7, actually. Yeah, how would it Yeah, it's, uh, as far as design goes, it caught my eye because um, they're very illustrative with the cans. Uh, they're very uh, Loteria-inspired in design. So that instantly catches my eye because, you know, I support everything La Raza does. And uh, um, the price wasn't bad at all. I actually had it uh, go puffed. So, <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know what that is. Oh, go puff is like Uber Eats, but you you can buy alcohol. Oh, nice, nice. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm too poor for that stuff. Oh, no choices. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good. Um, price is not bad, and um, the taste is really good. This is one of their hoppier ones. They have one that's like double hoppy, and it's a, it's called El Mas Chingon. This oh, is just man. this is just El Chingon because you know I was like, ah, let me just give them a little bit, not not a lot. And awesome. um, so, so it's good. <laughs> I've never heard of El Mas. I've never seen it. I would love to have El Mas Chingon. Yeah, if you if you come down here, I'll take you. They have uh, they have you mean come up. There? Oh, you know, you know, everything to Texas is come down. Do you need a map? Do you need a map? Where is it? <laughs> hey, I have La Aguila Kipa Protejera. Oh, <laughs> With a little bit of lungs. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same one that guided the Indians to Tenochtitlan. <laughs> yeah. This one, this one is, is the same one, but it has a little bit of Rona weight to it. Yeah. So does mine. <laughs> it caught it in the air. The so 1.7, and I see, what was I going to say? Do you support oh, everything? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to blow up Four Corners right now, but is Four Corners Raza owned? You know, know what? I do not know if the Raza owned. Dang, maybe somebody in the comments or somewhere can tell us. Yeah. But this is too hard, too fast, and we don't check facts, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I could definitely finish a six-pack. I'm two Can in. So. <laughs> <laughs> you before you finish the six. Hey, we're we was at the same school. We're good. <laughs> um, all right. So, you told me you were gonna bring uh, cheap beer with you. So, I brought some cheap beer. It's a Michelob Ultra. It's actually a seltzer, but it's one of those, you know, cheaper style. You can get for nine ninety nine. You can probably get a twelve pack. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is actually, I saw, and here's how, like, how, like, uh, I don't know what the word is, but like how real I kept it. I bought this at a gas station, <laughs> but it caught my eye. I was like, ah, I don't really want to drink too much beer today, but I want something like to bring on the podcast that's new. And I caught my eye cause it's in green, obviously versus the blue that it usually has. And then it's an organic. And I was like, aye, aye. Aye, aye, because we're watching our weight. <laughs> yeah, right. I had to keep my womanly figure. 
<laughs> the issue with it, it's only 4% alcohol. So, like, it's not really a too hard, too fast kind of drink. But it's a bigger, it's a tall boy. Yeah. Uh, organic seltzer, cucumber, lime, Michelob Ultra, opening it for the first time. Ooh. Oh, that's a good, that's a good sound. It's a good sound. That's a too hard, too fast sound right there. That's a good sound. Ooh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> oh. Is it like Man, a topo chico? Huh? Is it like what a is topo it? chico? Is it like a no, topo chico? I love chico? topo chico, dude. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, I don't know what this is. Maybe it's the organic. I don't know if it's the organic hitting me in the face or it's the cucumber. Yeah. You know, organic tends to do that. Or that artificial, like, uppercut that it's given me. Yeah, it's the sandalwood. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 You know, everything organic. <laughs> they have sandalwood. Let me just in the face. Hey, cabrón, you paid $3 for this. Sandalwood? <laughs> Dude, I paid 3 bucks for this tall boy. Uh man, four percent, one point two. Very low. Sorry, Michelob. Hey, Michelob is one of my favorites. I like to just drink, but now I would just stick to regular Michelob. Yeah, that lime cactus one is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I like I've always cactus. seen it, but I never like gone for it. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? Mexican, I gotta you know put like the chamoy and all that. <laughs> and lemon, like chamoy and lemon. Man, I make the whole batch, the tamarindo chamoy sauce and dress and it up and everything. The t my tongue's all cut by the end of the night. <laughs> the, the top of your... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't even feel it's all numb. Um, Drinking. <laughs> you know how to fix this? You know how to fix this? You're going to put Tequila. some vodka with it. <laughs> I might do that later. I was actually going to make a mixed drink, but I was like, that's too much drama. Dude, then you don't watch your stuff or what? Hey, it's because, you know, I, you know, I drink sweet tea, but I brew my own tea. Really? Yeah, like I don't buy the powder tea, you know, because I'm bougie like that. But do you use a uh, uh, faucet water? Yeah, duh. I'm from my place. Oh, good. That's my hood. Get that nice uh, earth taste. <laughs> oh, get all those uh minerals all those, minerals, all those nutrients <laughs> yeah uh the fun you know what the funny thing is jennifer uh my wife she like doesn't do any like uh like oh don't drink the faucet water don't uh don't she's looking at me right now this is why i didn't want her in front of me because she's looking <laughs> at me like i can see her reflection <laughs> <laughs> i was like Bringing the cap down. Don't look at me while I tell the story. Um, okay, so, like, don't drink the faucet water. Uh, be careful. I don't even like giving it to the dogs. Um, like, all this nonsense that you're not supposed to do with the faucet water because the faucet water is bad. But, hey, let's make a lemonade, make some tea. What do we use? The faucet Alcohol. water. Feed <laughs> your faucet water. <laughs> and, and, like, nothing just like... It gives it, it a taste. When you mix the other stuff with it. <laughs> It gives it. I'm not gonna spend waste my bottle of water on tea and lemonade. <laughs> I know. Well, you know how we have this on uh, snort. Sn I was gonna say snort storm. Oh yeah, the snort storm. We'll get into that later, Victor. We'll get into that later. 
when we had the snowstorm, um, we didn't have water. And then it was like boiled notice, like you have to boil your water. But the dogs needed water. And I went to the store, and the only thing that was there was like $20 water. Like, oh, yeah. I paid 20 bucks for like little whatever. And I come. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it was, but I don't even know what it's called. But, anyways, I turn the corner, and what is Jen doing? Pouring it onto the dog's boat. I'm like, no! $20 water! Boil water for them! Only the best for my dogs. Yeah. They get the snow water. <laughs> yeah, right. Go melt some snow. <laughs> so they were drinking some good, good this whole time. Now they don't they even want to drink water. better water than the humans. <laughs> my Especially son was like, Mom, can I get some more water, please? Yeah. No, they're for the dogs only. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I give the last to the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the question. When we met, I want to know when you, we yes. met <laughs> because I, okay. yeah, I believe I met you. I met I you my I, freshman year, I believe, and we were we all collectively lived in St. Anne's. Can we say the name? <laughs> yeah, man, throw it out. Our yeah. of the lake. Yeah. Oh, it was a dry dorm. It was the wettest dry dorm I ever known. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Olu Dillo's in the house. <laughs> or were Olu Dildo's that we, as yeah. we really all, know. All the, all the saints are going to come out and be mad. <laughs> you know, dude, I've tagged like Olu. Every time we've mentioned Olu, even like good stuff about Olu, I've tagged them and all, on hey. social media. Never once. Not even a like or anything. But hey, now that well, we're talking. Hey, let me show them the email. I'm a contributor to their alumni association. <laughs> well, I pay money. I, we we even had Steve and Steve works for Olu. Not even got the phone. I was like, just give me the one heart. But uh, yeah. Now that we're talking mess, I bet we're gonna get some some kind of attention. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe I'm, they're mad. Maybe they're mad because like when they do their uh, hey, you know, like that. Like, can, can you donate blah blah for like scholarships? Like, oh man, you know what? Yeah. George died. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. Okay. Yeah, but I'm gonna charge you an eighty-five thousand dollar fee because uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ship the, the transaction. He's still, he's still trying to pay his debts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hit up Sally May. <laughs> yeah, right. She got my money. <laughs> She's got my money. <laughs> I'm still working at my work study. <laughs> I'm at the UAC. <laughs> the assessment center. You need a test. You need a test. I got you. Oh man, that's a fun times. <laughs> no, you uh, yeah, but, you like, that's right. You did. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember th- that's where uh, our most famous party for STE was. <laughs> it started. Yes, we just. That's, how, that's how we got all those coolers. <laughs> that's what it was. Yes, I was trying to remember how we got a hold of it because we yeah. were talking about it in that Mary Lou podcast. Hey, I, like, I, I mean, I mean, no. It, <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna do? Sue me? Yeah, chloroform. <laughs> uh, I was I, coerced. I, I, was, I was like, "Can I get in trouble for telling this? Like, how we did this?" Yeah, and one was, was like, "What are they gonna do? Take your degree away?" <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> They're gonna add a fee. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and take it. I don't even use yeah. it. <laughs> hey, you remember that science fee you didn't pay back in two thousand seven? 
Try to pay up, man. <laughs> Science, but yeah, I almost didn't grad- I didn't get to walk because I owed something, some stupid thing about it in the library, like five dollar fine for not returning a book. Yeah, you owed a DVD. A DVD. That's what it was. That's what it was. It was like I don't even remember. It's like I don't even go to the library. <laughs> it would be for a DVD. And that's what it was. All right, so we met in Saint Anne's. Like, what? What is that? What do you? That memory look like? Yeah. So (laughs) glorious. I was like, first of all, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about Saint Anne's is the stairs. Because for those of you who don't know Saint Anne's, which is most, yeah, which is most people, (laughs) Saint Anne's was a small Harry Potter style dorm room. I don't know Harry Potter. It had three levels, and it had six levels of stairways. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was double the stairway for each level. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I lived in, on the third floor. I think you were living on the second floor at that time. Always. I never and, left the second floor. And um, the laundry machine was in the second floor, was located on the second floor. So we would all have to go down to do the laundry there. But we would all have parties on the second floor because it was like a common room and i believe that's where i first like saw you and kind of met you what did i do did i did i acknowledge you i don't remember also a lot of that time is blurry for me right now. <laughs> yeah yeah i think anything yeah and nancy were either doing not because you but I, anybody was just like drinking or yeah, because I was I was friends with Sam. And I knew Sam from the hood over here. Oh, cool. yeah. And so he lived there too. And so he was friends with you. And that's how we kind of started jiving or like getting to know each other. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Did you like me from, from the very beginning or not really? And be honest. Because I, really hey, I know you hate well, me. Oh. Oh, we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. I uh, actually thought you were really cool. You were like, I know this is going to sound funny because I just talked about my accent, but I liked your accent. Ooh. Because, yeah, oh, yeah, I was so cavalier and just exotic. <laughs> Good. I don't even know what cavalier means, so. Yeah. It was so distinguished. It was distinguished, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you had a you had a good. Uh, you well, you've always had you've always had a good uh, personality. You've always kind of just been kind of like go with the flow. You know, you don't take yourself too seriously, which is one of the things I've always liked about you. That's it. <laughs> yeah, not the creator. Keep going, keep going. I'm, I'm yeah. totally just like this is, this is the preview that's gonna go on Instagram where you're yeah. just com- complimenting me. <laughs> oh, hey, then in that case, I remember when I was drowning on Lake Elmendor, <laughs> and you threw yourselves <laughs> and saved no. me. Yeah, <laughs> you ran into the park and you saved me from the attack of the ducks. Everybody was like. There's plenty of victors already, but this yeah. is my victor. And you said no. <laughs> Slow Baywatch run. George, you can't even swim yourself. How do you think I crossed the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one for I, <laughs> I I would say honest, like I don't remember meeting you in the dorms. 
Yeah. I almost like, and then don't hate me. You're one of my few friends. <laughs> I don't even. I, <laughs> until you mentioned, <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> yeah. um, until you mentioned living in, in St. Anne's, I don't remember that you lived in St. Anne's. You know what? I don't even blame you because my freshman year, I partied at UTSA <laughs> all of freshman year. Yeah. No, but it, yeah, I not, when you said it, it like dawned some memories like, oh, dang, for real. But I think the more I hung out with you was when we were already living in St. Centennial. Yeah. And I think we will hang out more and or yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, it, but it was more in a calmer state because it wasn't like saying Anne's just party mode. Like, there's all yeah. this stuff going on in the, at one time, and you don't yeah, remember. I had that roommate from death, man. He was, uh, hey, if you're hearing this, you sucked as a roommate, man. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say his name, but don't, don't. you know who I'm talking about. I don't actually. Okay. I'm gonna say. say I'm gonna say. What, I'm gonna say one word, and you're gonna probably laugh. I'll, I'll cut it out. No, no, you can say his name, and I'll cut it out. I don't I'll remember his one. name, but if I say he's st- he did karate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, he was from Eagle Pass too, right? Yeah. Yes, dude. Now I remember. Yeah, oh, you lived in the in the third floor with him. Yeah. Third floor. It was. I somehow me remember him. him. And. Uh, and were were my were my sweet mates. We shared the bathroom. Okay, I'm totally gonna bleep those names out. But yes. I, 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 I remember him also living in the second floor at one point. I think before well, you got. Well, <clears throat> he didn't show up till like two months into the first semester, and so I thought I had the whole room to myself. I was like, man, this guy never showed up. So I had already made my room like. You know, because, you know, St. Anne's room was literally like a teepee. Yeah, especially on the third floor. Yeah. Yeah. And I lived like right at the window that faced the garden. And so my room was like, you know, you walk around like this, like, <laughs> walk around too fast. Like, <laughs> just walking like the, the, the hunchback of Norton James. Just like, yeah. I'm like, Esmeralda. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I remember. I but I remember that because he did live in the second floor, and then he was supposed to come back. And I think he lost that second floor room for some reason. I don't know, maybe because he was late or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, and then I remember that you had that whole room, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have to move my stuff. Yeah, and he showed. He he didn't even show up like at a respectable hour. Like he showed up at two in the morning with all his brothers moving in. I'm like, am I getting robbed? Like <laughs> I feel like I feel like we need to stop talking about him because eventually I do have to go back to Eagle Pass and visit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have no idea if maybe he still lives there and Yeah, no. you don't want to know that you don't want to know that Jen Lee smoke. <laughs> <laughs> any, any kind of uh numbchat yeah. action. Yeah, uh, anyway, you suck dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Good luck, George. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll go to Eagle Pass with you. Hey, Let's go, I'll look bro. at that street light in the middle again. <laughs> the street light in the middle. That one street light. I don't know where you took me that one time we went. <laughs> we were picking it. A- I can't remember. <laughs> what, is it? what have I done with my life that I don't remember a lot of things? You yeah. went to Eagle no, Pass. This was, this was later on in life. 
Yeah, we were like, no, I still don't remember. Okay, we'll get to it. But I want to, yeah. oh, no, no, tell me now because I don't, I'm not going to. No, we, we were, we were going to go camping and we, uh, we were picking up your brother. Oh, okay. And that was when I was like, I was like, hey, were we with uh, the other Victor? Uh, I think he, he wasn't in the truck with us, but he went that time. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, now it's, yeah. yeah, I can't remember. I think you had just got your, your truck. I think that's. <laughs> the big one? Yeah, you had just got that truck, I think. Okay, okay. Because I was like, whoa. (laughs) We're chingon. No wonder I get it right now. (laughs) Yeah, no wonder all of a sudden. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let me tell you the story when I first remember meeting you. Um, We were at a book signing for some guy that uh, did a canoe trip from the very top of the Rio Grande all the way down. And I'm with Jen and we're talking and I'm trying to talk to her. There's a guy in front of me who's loud, super loud. And I'm like, who is this guy? Like, he's so loud, loud, like so loud, like ching out. And then I don't know if I bumped into you or if you bumped into me, but you turned out, it was you, it was you. And spoiler alert, you were the one in front of me. In front of me. (laughs) At the time, you know, you've always had like the hair, but you also had piercings. Yeah, at that time I had that flock of seagulls hairdo. Oh, I don't always I always remember you just having like big hair. Like always having a hairdo. But you had like piercings like all over your ears. I don't remember you had anything on your nose or your lips. I had my I had my lip and my nose. Yeah, so you turn around and the first thing I noticed is that big one going across your ears. Oh, yeah. And to me, like, even though I've already been exposed to, you know, new things and, in, 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 like, new cultures, new things that people do, like, you know, coming from a small town, you don't see a lot of that. It's always like, like, rasa, rasa, like, you're going to piss your ear? You want to yeah. dress too? It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you didn't see a lot of guys with piercings. Um even less nose piercings, lip piercings, um, hair, like big hair. Um, so you turn around and I was like, what the? And I was like, dang, this guy has that. He has these. He has this. It's like, who is this guy? And he's loud. It's like, I don't think I like this guy. And I even said anything. And I think you were like apologizing for me bumping into you or something. <laughs> but all I heard was earring, earring, earring. <laughs> hair. <laughs> I've always been respectful of my elders. <laughs> so I don't I didn't, like that's the the first remember like real memory I had of uh, of you and I was like dang I don't know who this guy is but I don't think I like him um, and I don't remember what I said to you and but then you kind of talked to us for a little bit and I was like okay man like I'm not really even like when I'm not being trying to be rude or like oh what's going on. Yeah. Like, I don't have, like, that social aspect of meeting somebody new. Like, when I meet somebody new, I'm, like, super awkward. I'm just like, stop yeah. talking to me. Yeah. Uh, change your danger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no candy. Uh, so, like, I was like, okay, cool. And then you turned around and kept on. And then after that, I guess we hung out and everything. But I, the only memory after that I remember is you joining the fraternity or yeah. wanting to join. And I was like, dang, I remember this guy. And I guess we must have hung out in St. Anne's. And I'm sorry if I, we did and yeah. I don't remember. Actually, I'm not it, sorry, dude. We're friends. I'm, 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 we're, we're, we're still friends now. What, 
What are you apologizing for? I've been to your house. No, 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 no. Like, I just, like, I was really, like, thinking about yeah. the story. Like, yeah. how am I? Oh, yeah. The fact that you don't remember me. Now we're cutting the friendship. <laughs> Gone. No more friends. Hey, but, call, but call me because we're going to go camping. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Like, I was thinking about this on, uh, as I was, like, I want to tell him this memory, and I want to talk about that. But first, I want to know where he's coming from, like, his what's memory. But uh, damn, would he get mad that I only remember this? Like, this is what... Uh, you know me. I've always been oversensitive. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you were doing... And then... But what got me to respect you is that, and okay, I don't know if this is getting too fast, too hard, too fast, but you were like one of my first real gay friends. Yes. Yeah. Like I had other gay friends, but we weren't like hanging out, opening up to each other, talking, none of that. <clears throat> like we're like, there's plenty of other ones that I've had. And even one or two that I didn't know they were until later in life. Yeah, calling you out, and you know who you are. Uh, we all know who you are. <laughs> we wanted. <laughs> we invited you to come on. Yeah. Um. So anyway, <clears throat> what I respected me the most is because I very ignorantly was the type of guy to make fun using the word gay. Like, oh no, that's gay. I don't want to. Do that. That's gay or good. You know, like stuff like that. And then one day, one guy, who he is a friend, but we, you know we 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 hung out, but it wasn't like I don't know, it wasn't the same friendship, yeah. right? I still we're still friends, um, sort of I think. I hope we're still friends. I don't know. Um, well, he came up to me like really upset. And he's like, you know what? You need to stop saying that because it's offensive. Like, just because you think something's lame or boring or whatever. You need to stop saying it's gay because that's not what gay means and that's not what it means to me and that's not what I am. Yeah. And at first I took that very like, uh, hey, what? Yeah. yeah, I was like, hey, what the heck, man? Like, that's not how I'm coming at you, but whatever. Like, you know, it kind of made me angry and I was very offensive to the defensive or defensive to the offensive that I was already bringing on. And I think I talked to you at some point and said, hey, how does this feel when I do that? And like, and you told me it's like, yeah, it's 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 wrong, or and it definitely makes a lot of people feel bad. And this is why. And, and you kind of explained it instead of just attacking me for it. Yeah. And I was like, Damn, I, I think <clears throat> like one of the things that, um, especially in that part of uh, San Antonio or like in San Antonio, and uh, I'm just gonna say Our Lady of the Lake as a collective. Um, we we had a lot of different ideology uh and especially different mexicano ideology like of what different variations of machismo were mm -hmm. and so yeah it was offensive because i remember you do, you would say that a lot but it was it came to a time where you were like let me pick which battle i want to battle you know what i mean because mm -hmm. i i think i think i've always been open um especially with like you and some of the other fraternity brothers um, because before me, not a lot of the fraternity brothers were, uh, either, either out if they were gay or, um, it just really wasn't like, I feel like I was one of the pioneering gay brothers, but I know there was more before me. And, you opened uh, that closet door for a whole yeah, bunch I, of people. I came in there and I was like, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> 
I came in with came in with my bow and my sash and I was like <laughs> but um you know because uh, at some point you can't always be defensive right as you said you have to you have to offer a partnership and I think that's why the the relationship between the brothers and some people at Our Lady of the Lake flourished was because um I didn't I didn't automatically go to the defensive but I came more as a all right, let's talk. Here's here's the here's the platform. Now let's let's dialogue. And I think um, when I was first rushing, uh, or what? Oh wait, what is it? Pledging? Not pledging. Rushing? You can say pledging. Rushing yeah. is what, what I don't know if it's yeah. more like political. PLC, yeah, the PC term is rushing. Yeah. But um, a lot of the brothers, uh, you know, would tell me like, "Oh, this is it's very like." You know, and they would scare me because I was like, man, I'm a whole queen. And <laughs> but I, I think I, as as my time progressed there uh, and the brothers got to see me and ask me questions, um, because I often did have that dialogue with other brothers and with you, like where, where you were, where you I wanted to create a space where you felt comfortable asking me questions um, that maybe you didn't understand, because I know probably before me there was no one in your life that way or in your life that would answer questions. And I think that's, that's what opens doors and, and opens possibilities and friendships. And I think that's why we've been friends for such a long time. And the fact that, you know, you're kind of cool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to say, what I was saying is that during that conversation, like you opened up, we opened up just like completely asking questions and all that. And it's like, and you're telling me like, yes, you shouldn't say that or shouldn't use that like that. And then you end with, but you can stop being gay if you want. <laughs> like, what? You just talked about this whole thing about like, don't use that word like that. Like, stop being gay. I was like, okay. What? But it, it let me, it made me realize that, like you said, there's some people that are open to that kind of conversation. And some people are not. And even then, I think nowadays, when we're hanging out, I don't start it off with like saying, oh, you know, let's gay or, you know, making fun of it. But it always leads to that. Like, I feel like our conversations always lead to just starting talking about the fact or whatever. I don't like, or whatever. The, the jokes come yeah. out. And so, yeah. like, and we're comfortable doing that. And I feel comfortable doing that. But at the same time, I know where the line is for the most yeah. part. I think sometimes I try to push that line. But. Yeah. I think for the most part, I allow you to push it just because I want to see what you come up with. <laughs> and also, I know that you can probably kick my ass as well. I'm like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Dang, where do we go from here? Should we just end the podcast? Yeah, I mean, hey. Okay, yeah. so let's let's continue this. <laughs> let's continue this gay talk. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. I, well, I, since, I don't know. Like, like I said, I told you where I, I came from, how my mind, my upbringing was very much, I don't really know anybody that's gay. I know maybe one or two high school kids that are, a couple of that are rumored, but I never really grew up around it. So, and I know at that time, it wasn't as easy as it is now. I don't know, and I, I, I shouldn't say it's easy, because it could yeah. be still hard. Everybody's living differently. <clears throat> How was it for you growing up 
like that or i don't know how to ask that question even sure i think i know where you're going (laughs) (laughs) yeah um well like me so for example like my coming out i came out in 2000 in the year 2000 you know y2k was happening (laughs) backstreet boys millennium was on tour it was a crazy time (laughs) you know but um i grew up in a very uh strict catholic upbringing uh, also, by the way, before you get any further, I was an NSYNC fan. No back, like, NSYNC was like, okay, well, I think this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just gonna say that. And, uh, uh, I was a secret NSYNC fan because yeah, it was, it was gay. gay. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I don't listen to that nonsense. And then I'll yeah. be jamming out on the way home. <laughs> yeah. No strings attached. <laughs> Bye, bye, bye. But I think that was later on in life, right? Yeah, yeah. You were anyway, in it. <laughs> I, was, I was a fan. Yeah. Um, um, so my, my like, for backstory, my parents met in church. They were in the youth group together. You know, so all my life, I've just had this indoctrinated Catholicism in me. And um, which kind of led to the fear of coming out because um, as with any... Latino family, uh, or I'm just going to say like I'm Mexican, with any Mexican upbringing, it's just something that you don't talk about. And it's something that's just kind of kept quiet. You know, a lot of people say in Spanish, lo que, lo que se mira no se habla. You know, that's a big saying, uh, which loosely translates to what you see, you don't talk about. Yeah, or uh, like what you is, can tell doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be and, you know, it's kind of funny because as I've grown older, I've come out to more people in my family. I know people are like, what do you mean you're still coming out? And that's kind of the thing about being gay is that you're always coming out, you know? It's never a nonstop story. Um, like, one of the things that I do stop people from saying is like, oh, this is my gay friend. Like, that was really popular for a couple of years. Like, oh, this is my gay friend, Victor. And it's like, Okay, yeah, I'm a lot of things, but I identify with other things too. You know, I'm like, I'm queer, I'm indigenous, I'm an artist. Like, there's different levels of my identity. But um, I also grew up in Dallas, Texas, um, in Oak Cliff. Uh, Get that shit understood, yeah. Yeah, if, if you know, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But um, Oak, Cliff, Oak Cliff, back in the day, was a little bit. Uh, it was a little rougher. Like now, you know, thanks to gentrification. <laughs> uh, no, it's New Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, the streets, the streets are nicer. We've got, you know, we've got street signs, paved roads. It's getting and better. We gotta pay taxes now. Yeah, now we got higher taxes. <laughs> but um, for the most part, Oak Cliff, Oak Cliff has learned. I think, which is kind of funny because I feel like Oak Cliff has learned with me, uh, as opposed to me learning from Oak Cliff. Because Oak Cliff, I mean, growing up, I would always get made fun of, of course, with the name Victor. You get Victoria, you get Vicky. I got uh, Posh Spice all the time because that's when Spice Girls were in. So people people would always make fun of me for, for being overly feminine, which is something that is kind of funny because um, even in gay culture, uh, gay culture being over femme or feminized is still unattractive to gay people. And and I laugh because sometimes gay men are the most homophobic people out there. I trigger warning. 
But um, gay men are sometimes the most homophobic people, you know, especially when it comes down to uh, trans people, when it comes to people of color, when it comes to overly feminine men, when it comes to uh, plus size men, when it comes to Asian men, uh, there is a there is a stereotype of what uh, homosexuality looks like. And often it's very Eurocentric. It's very uh, pretty in the face, chiseled body, Michelangelo's David type of situation. And that's what is what's gay. But in reality, there's such a story to what being gay is. And it's something that I think now um, gay men have learned from. Partly because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, like, for example, you know, a lot of people say yes, right? You hear everybody saying yes. And that's an appropriated term. Or when Cardi B tried to trademark, oh, Kurt, like, that's an, that's an appropriated term. That's, that's gay culture brought to you by uh, queens. And when I say queens, I mean gay men uh, of color. Gay men of color started most of those terminology and that slang. And they were the ones who kind of influenced pop culture in that manner. But no one really I'm glad you to- said, I'm glad you, you kind of like, <clears throat> I guess, made a definition for a queen. Because when you said queen, I immediately thought drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's very, it's very femme uh, pronouns, queen, she, her. Uh, I don't identify with those pronouns, but as a gay man, we do use them a lot uh, when we're talking about other gay men. Um, yeah. Which is something funny because I myself was always so, um, I don't want to say transphobic because I wasn't scared of trans people, but I didn't have an understanding of what trans was. And so for a long time, I did judge people uh, who were in transition because I wasn't aware, you know? And so I started learning about gay culture. And that's one of the things that you just get like pop culture's definition of gay culture as, as a youngin', you know, like I would, for example, tell you like my first exposures to gay culture were like Hercules, Kevin Sorbo, you know, the show. He would walk around with his. You don't watch Hercules? Oh my god! <laughs> the only Hercules? No, I don't know Hercules. Ah, nothing. Yeah, I mean, with Kevin Hercules and Zena, Warrior Princess. Oh, Zena, I know Zena. Yeah, of course you know Zena. Of course. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. When you, I, I was gonna say I know Hercules, but really I was thinking Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Mr. Freeze. No, yeah, Conan. I was thinking of Conan oh, the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. When you said Hercules, so then I was like, I know Hercules, but I really, I don't think I ever watched yeah. the show. Well, Kevin Sorbo used to be in a show about where where he played Hercules, and he would go on adventures with his little sidekick, and it was the most homoerotic thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but those, you know, and then back in my day, we would go to uh, over here was like Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. And you would, they have like a little section of like gay videos. And I would just like secretly like try to like look past that area and just like. How am I going to, how did I get on this aisle? Yeah. Oh my God. What is this? Yeah. But I'm going to read this one. <laughs> <laughs> that looks good. I, mean, I don't know I what this <laughs> But you know, honestly, I would wait so long that my mom would get so like, she would get desperate. Like she's like, all right, we got to go. Like wrap it up that she wouldn't see what I was renting. And so I would just get videos. And that was like my early exposure to gay culture. 
And so that's kind of where I learned gay culture. Um, and then I, I, I learned as I kept going, you know, I, I think that's just kind of how everybody goes. But um, I think it's- Do funny. you think like the majority, like, like are, when you're saying you're learning, like you, you haven't yet identified as I'm gay or you already did? Oh no, I've identified, yes. Okay. I am a gay, yeah. I'm a, I, and, I, and I don't even know if I use the word gay uh, as much as I use the word queer. Oh, see, that's the thing. That's the thing I, 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 you have always, and you still do. Whenever you say it, you shock me. And I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. it's because obviously, you know, I even feel uncomfortable saying it right now. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. But, <laughs> <You can say. laughs> all right. And everything just shuts up. Yeah, just like, shut <laughs> uh, but because like we were thought, taught from the beginning you know, gay is appropriate and anything else is an ugly yeah, term. A slur. a slur term like to yeah. to, to anybody. And it, and it was for the most part. For for many years, the word queer was a uh, kind of a slur or an attack on gay culture. But as uh, politics and gender identity and that has uh, progressed and, and kind of revealed itself to what it is now, um, we use queer as more of a radical term, like the queer people, queer politics, uh, the, you know, because it just, it just makes it more of an identifying statement to me, at least. I can get it. I mean, yeah, especially like, I can see the empowerment of it, especially cause like, you know, gay to me has also meant like before I even knew the word lesbian, I was like, oh, that's a gay man and that's a gay woman. And that's how I first, was exposed to the word, not at first exposed to the word. I was yeah. completely exposed to the word, but I'm saying as an identifier, as a gay man, a gay woman. And then I was like, oh, there's the word lesbian. I was like, oh, that's a word. And that's an identifier now. Okay, cool. I'll, there's a switch there. But yeah. then everything else was uh, a slur term like uh, um, <laughs> that you shouldn't say. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it was because for for it's funny because gay culture has existed for many many of a millennia you know the ancient civilizations had gay culture uh and it's just western ideology that gives us the definition of what sexuality is sexuality in western culture is man women it's very uh i know i'm gonna use this word a lot it's very eurocentric ideology it's very christian based ideology and um, I think that's that's where it comes from, that we are kind of indoctrinated with uh, gender norms and we're not given the opportunity to even express, you know. I know we've had this conversation before, but I always say, you know, the decolonization of the mind is the most important part because our indigenous culture is provided that, that path to sexuality. You know, indigenous culture was very homo, all right, 2H2Fers, this is where we're going to take a pause for part one. Remember, part two usually comes on Thursday. I think we might do a part three. Maybe. Just stick around. Hey, subscribe if you're on YouTube or follow us if you're on a podcast platform. Hey, but with that said, we're going too hard too fast with Victor. We just talked about him. I can't even say it. I, I was going to say gay experience, but that sounds kind of like. <laughs> His gay old time, like it says yeah. in the Flintstone. <laughs> His gay old time. Yeah. Anyway, we, 
we he's been open with us and he's only gonna open up even more there's so much to unpack gonna come out of the closet he's been out worm hey oh, you should have known if you would have shown up early enough oh oh shit i didn't know bro my sorry i'm sorry but with that said stick around worm what are you gonna say podcast ain't without me i think we did a good job yeah i don't know but we do miss you worm we like you around thanks for showing up yeah, for sure. hey remember dare to be you dare to be weird victor what do you want to say before we go thank you guys for having me it's been a fun time hey that camping trip soon <laughs> and also i like that you sound like you have a, a party girl voice like you've been partying this whole night Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! With that said, there'll be you, there'll be weird. Bye. Part two, part three, we'll see. Stick around. It's the 